I'm so glad you found this podcast. It's called Hearing as in Being Here Now. Yes, that was me singing. I'm a singer-songwriter, and you can find my music everywhere digitally. Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud. Anywhere you can find digital music, you'll find me. You can also find my music on amyloftus.com. And on amyloftus.com is a tab called Portal. So under Portal, just click on that, and you'll find lots of information on this podcast and another one that I did called Something Better. There are free downloads. There are videos, book recommendations information on my coaching practice. There's lots to find there. So just go to amyloftus.com forward slash portal. I love hearing from you and I write back. My email is amy at amyloftus.com. I'm also on Telegram under Amy Loftus Projects and I'm on Instagram at I am Amy Loftus. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it. This is a grassroots passion project and your help means the world. Thank you for listening and hearing with me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hearing. This is Amy Loftus, and I have the most fabulous, divine guest, Dr. Kristen Northrup. Welcome. What a pleasure. What a pleasure to be here as we are knitting together the United States, me on one coast, you on the other. (laughs) I love it. Exactly. We are knitting together the United States. So real quick, let's do a commercial for Amata Life. This episode is sponsored by Amata Life. I love these products. I use these products. And I highly recommend if if we can just be very intimate right off the bat, I highly recommend the vaginal lotion. <laughs> it, 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 I'm telling you, it is, it is a good product. It's good. So I um, that was how I was introduced to the herb Peraria Marifica. I was at one of these um, divine, feminine, masculine things, and somebody had a vaginal gel with that herb in it, and also with, um, oh, what is the other stuff? It's it's something that uh, oak gall, G-A-L-L, that is tightening, and something else was warming, and I remember trying it and saying, okay there's something here and that wasn't really available. And that was something, you know, someone had made in their little apothecary. And so I began to piece together what it would take to make that vaginal gel with Prairie Murfica available all over the place. And it led me on a journey with a guy who had four different passports and probably worked for the Mossad. And I learned a ton about energy vampires on that road, which one would if you were creating a product <laughs> that was very scorpionic. But but here's the thing, everybody. It's got a, a, the, it, it lands on the beta estrogen receptor. There's alpha and beta, and which most people don't know. And alpha is a growth hormone and beta is more like a CIRM, more like a selective estrogen receptor modulator to prevent overgrowth. Anyway, what it does 
is it thickens the vaginal mucosa and moisturizes that. Now, some people get that effect just from the capsules or the liquid taken orally, but some don't. And this is something I've known for like 30 years in my profession of OBGYN. Some women can take oral estrogen and it takes care of everything, their skin and moisture everywhere. And then others need a topical situation. So that's why we have the products that we have. And it's like the fountain of youth. And for actual intimacy, intimate moments, physical intimacy, if you will, I... I never wanted to use anything that was like from the drugstore or whatever, but I started to see a need and it was like, what is it? What's in that? I don't want to put that in my body. And so to use it in intimate moments, I call it turning your husband into your boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I love (laughs) it's just amazing. And the other thing that I like about it is whenever you explain that about the alpha and beta and that it's a beta receptor, we talk on this podcast about receptivity, surrender, being quiet, cultivating feminine energy. And I, I just have to believe that there is a physiological connection between what this herb does, this eternal fountain of youth herb, and the idea of receptivity, which is, I always say, you know, the, the best way to activate divi- uh, your divine feminine energy is to just stop talking and just be and receive. And so I I like to think that it helps me do that. You know, I think it does. And there was a a woman that did, she taught female sexuality for a long time, Denise Lynn. And she started to use this product in her classes. And she said it was like the goddess herself brought that product in. Because she said after women used it for a while, it turns something on in the body and they never, then they didn't need to use it after that. It's like it flipped a switch inside the body. And I really, I really like that because one of the things that happens in our culture, and this is about receptivity, is that we are so young, we're so active all the time, going, 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 one thing after another that we forget that we forget the restorative everything restorative poses in yoga restorative rest restorative baths restorative meditation restorative music and so what happens you lose your yin and in chinese medicine yin is moisture it's darkness it's, you know, it's the black foods that David Avocado Wolf talks about. That's all yin. We live in a very young culture. We reward activity. We reward productivity. We reward getting things done. But right here in my state of Maine, this is the scorpionic time. The leaves fall off the trees. Everything dies. But what's happening is all the energy is going down into the roots, preparing for rebirth. Mm. So you don't see life on the surface, but that doesn't mean life isn't happening. It is happening. It's in, in a way, you know, the whole planet is going through this at this particular time. 
like all of, you know, what they call um, the new normal. Well, what I can tell you is this. We're never going back to the old normal, nor should we, nor should we. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, but the new normal is going to be better than ever. But we're in that scorpionic, everything's dying, but you don't see what the new thing is going to look like. Think about, you know, you're in California, so you've got those redwoods. Redwoods are interesting. The sequoias do not germinate until there's a fire that heats up the seeds. And then on the old redwood logs, all of the new saplings come up on those things that have died. So our culture is terrified of death. It's terrified of death. It is. And, you know, all that shriveled up, worn out stuff, which we're seeing... In, in our culture too there's so much stuff that's just shriveled up and worn out and not working and they, it keeps persisting and all that stuff for that stuff to die and fall to the ground and enrich the soil makes the new earth so what is happening around us is part of what's coming and I've I keep reminding myself of that the the energy and the stuff that's happening on you know in my community that feels like dead to me and like a line crossed into evil that isn't God, that is not going to stand and it's going to contribute to the soil that's going to produce what is new here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly right. But I do feel, and for everyone listening, uh, we are seeing a lot of death, a lot of death. And, we are. And, and let it, me just um, set this up really quick since I'm yeah. doing this series of the I'm asking. This is the only question I'm going to ask Dr. Northrup today. It, the single most important thing you want to share regarding the mass hypno- hypnosis that we see globally right now, because we are seeing a mass hypnosis. So if you want to go into what you think represents that ma- is proof of that mass hypnosis, you can or if you want to just share the most important thing that you think will decongest or interrupt it, that and then I'm going to just hand you the floor. Okay. I think that the, the most obvious and disturbing proof of mass hypnosis at this particular time is the emergency use authorization for children 5 to 12 to get an experimental biologic that is, in fact, a bioweapon for a disease that children will never get, nor will they die from. So there's absolutely no reason why any sane person would ever put their child at that kind of risk. And at the same time, we know that those same companies are now preparing to give this inoculation to babies six months old and up. And already, many OBGYNs in my my profession are injecting pregnant women with this shot. And in the first 20 weeks of pregnancy, if one receives this, it increases the rate of miscarriage by seven to eight times normal. Normal is one in six pregnancies. If you get this inoculation, you got seven to eight times 
that particular risk. This, to me, is utter insanity for a disease with a 99.9% cure rate, which has very, very, very good therapeutics available, always has, but which have been vilified since the beginning. That's it. Because now, if there's a cure, they can't use, they can't push these, this experimental biologic. That's right. That's right. You can't get an EUA if you have um, effective treatments. So therefore, you've got to make it look like we don't have effective treatments over, you know, we all already did. So how do I get through the night on that one? Given the mass hypnosis of watching five-year-olds, wa- okay, watching the virtue signaling of parents posting on social media their brave little five-year-old getting the shot. So the way I get through the night is my absolute knowing that we are immortal and that we come to Earth, the gangster planet at the moment, with a mission. We come here with a mission. And it may well be that the mission of these little kids is to come here and get this and become disabled or dead because when children start dying, that may be the only thing that's going to break the trance. Because let me tell you something, after about 20 to 30 years of watching the the vaccine schedule increased to 72 different shots by the age of 18 with 200 more in the pipeline and watching nearly every parent who had a child die of SIDS or lose developmental milestones like language, walking, all of that overnight, starting to have seizures just after a routine vaccination and being told by the medical profession there's no relationship between the toxins that were just injected and the effect on your kid, that's mass hypnosis. So I've been watching that for decades, for decades. So that's already been there. And anyone who questioned that was labeled whatever they labeled those people, anti-vaxxers, blacks, you name it. But now we need to be at the end of that mass hysteria, don't we? We really need to be. Do. A- mm-hmm. And know. it may be that what's going to happen is that kids have to die. Little kids have to die. By the way, CNN just reported today in a uh, incredible act of predictive programming, climate change is dangerous for babies, and they may be born with cardiac defects. Really. Oh, really? really. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we have billboards saying kids have strokes, too. Look for the signs. I mean... Yeah, kids don't have strokes. And by the way, you don't put cardiac meds in a childhood injection, do you? No. Yeah. So... And there are people, you see, Amy, you and I were sitting here talking. It's so obvious to us. It is so obvious to us. And, And here's the thing. So in case anybody's listening that is in this hypnosis... uh. I yesterday I watched Contagion. I I watched it one because it was filmed in in my hometown. <laughs> um, my mom went into town and she was like, "What's going on?" Um, 
it, there's like a grocery store that's being looted and stuff. Anyway, that was in the town where I grew up. That took place, or that, that movie was filmed, or it came out in 2011. It came out 10 years ago. That movie is full of predictive programming. That movie is full of things that we have just experienced in the last 18 months. Same exact verbiage, same energies, uh, all, all this, the virtue signaling on the front end with the frontline doctors who, who now are all getting fired, by the way. Now, now we're disposing of them. But all of that signaling around their value in the beginning, that, that movie is packed to the gills. And if you can see it that way, it even smears Jude Law plays a, a, a truther and he's getting smeared. He gets r- taken off to prison. If you can just put a pair of glasses on like, okay, what if, what if I could just take this in? Anybody listening? you may start to see that this has been signaled and, and these signals have been sent for a reason. And it's, it's for profit. It's a for profit game and it's really, really dark. And, and I also want to just share with people go on telegram. Like today I was thinking they don't have, when something is rare, rare, it's not captured on video by amateur photographers, Right. If we a rare event, we don't see it like uh, from an amateur photographer. We we don't see right, it because right. it's rare. Like yeah. there are there are um, videos of multiple different uh, scenarios of people passing out and going into seizures immediately after taking the shot. So yeah. I just want to invite anyone who feels scared around see dr christian has been are was already aware of all of this for her entire practice and sharing things with people who could hear i'm someone who woke up slowly and then went back to sleep woke up slowly went back to sleep so it's like there's all these different stages of it um, but what do you what do you tell people who are afraid? I was certainly afraid. I was like looking around on my iPad, like, are people gonna track that I'm looking at a a Republican right website right now? I was so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the thing. That territory is so familiar to me because as a holistic doctor. We have been under investigation and under the gun and under scrutiny uh, since the ni- since 1900, since the Rockefeller Foundation and the Flexner Report. Um, so many of my colleagues, you know, Jonathan Wright had the FBI come into his office at gunpoint in the 80s to close him down, I think, because he was using IV vitamin C. Um, we have all of these, um, you know, Nikola Tesla was not a physician, but his lab was ransacked. Can't have free energy now, can we? So this is so, uh, it's so my, um, my day to day that when this whole thing started with the current, uh, COVID thing, I thought, all right, (laughs) I, I smell a fish. And what I, what I see now is this is actually a very good thing. This is what it has taken for the planet to awaken. 
to our spiritual nature and who we really are as a people, and also to finally break the dependency that people have on the medical profession that has everyone 65 and older being on six different prescription drugs. I mean, and and all these little kids now being uh, on ADHD drugs and drugs for depression for 11-year-olds. We have lived in an increasingly insane world where people have lost their ability to care for a sick child. They've lost their ability to care for their own bodies, and they all think you've got to go to a doctor. What do we use the doctor for? Everything. Everything. You need a physical before getting insurance. You need a physical before playing sports. You need a doctor's note if you're going to be this, that, and the other thing. And everyone forgets that when the trainloads of Jews arrived at Auschwitz and other places, it was a doctor with a clipboard who determined who went where. We use medicine. I, there's a good quote I heard today. The uh, medicine is the cornerstone in the arc of socialism. Vladimir Lenin. So we, we have used public health as a weapon against the population. The current weapon is not bullets. It's not knives or machetes. It's a needle on a syringe. Wow. That, that is so true. Yeah. Even and in people, Maid, I remember in yeah. Maid that scene where the mother who is someone with issues, but there's a moment where she says, that's why I never go to the doctor. It's like they start poking around, they'll find something. And the daughter's yep. like, you know, the daughter's like, that is a really... Uh, she uses a really strong word to, um, you know, uh, dismissing it, but it's a, it's a thing that scares everybody. It gets them right in the guts. You know, you're not a good person if you haven't been keeping up with your checkups and stuff. I know. I know. It's like, it's a moral thing. Um, there was a while back when, uh, Clinton was president, Hillary Clinton put a message in all Mother's Day cards, that if you loved your mother, you would make her get a mammogram. I'll never wow. forget it. That, that was, and then, you know, we had the pink washing. I was on a oh, Delta yeah. flight. Just because we have COVID, breast cancer continues, and please put the money in this hot pink envelope. And, uh, you know, remember when the NFL dressed up in pink and planes were pink and... So then we had the pink washing and the pinker than thou awards. And by the way, everybody, do you think we're any closer to a cure for breast cancer? Hell no. Hell no. It's and- never going to come that way, ever. And that's a whole, you know, you and I could do, I've written chapters on this. Um, but what it is, is people have been, they've equated health with disease screening, as Dr. Larry Polevsky says, we've never had a healthcare system. Wouldn't it be amazing if we actually had a healthcare system? And here's what's great. The current system we have is falling apart as tens of thousands of healthcare workers, the frontline workers who were the heroes of the spring of 2020, 
are must they must know something. They were on the front lines in the spring of 2020. Why do you suppose they don't want to get the experimental biologic? Don't you think they know something? Yeah. Of all the people who would be rushing for this, you would think it would be them. There must be something they know that you don't. Yeah. And how many can you smear? I mean, we, we already were laughing last summer that the, you know, 12 people were supposedly responsible for 70% of the misinformation on the mi- quote unquote misinformation. It's like, how many healthcare workers can you smear? You can't. They can't keep right. up with the smear campaign. There's too many people now. There's just yep. too many people. So yep. it, to circle back around, it sounds like the, the, you, the most important thing is to just see that should we begin to see grave harm and possibly, possibly even death in children that we have to understand that this is beyond just this world and that we're... That's exactly... No, we have to. We are dealing with powers and principalities that are not of this world. And uh, this is extraordinarily important. Uh, If you've been, let's say your politics have been liberal for most of your life, which mine used to be, but not anymore, um, you... I've always, always, always had a personal relationship with God. Always. I do not go to church. Religion and having a personal relationship with God can exist at the same time. For me, they do not. Mm -hmm. But you cannot understand what's going on here, nor can you get through it unless you have a personal relationship with a higher power. I happen to call my higher power God, and I happen to believe that there's something really special about the Christed self and the figure of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. There's something really powerful about that that I would ask people to take a look at. But I will tell you, if you are a liberal and you are not in alignment with something greater than yourself, I really don't know what to tell you, uh, but things are not going to go well for you. That's what I know for sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, same, same for me. I share your experience, and that's why we relate so much. I've always had a personal relationship with God, and I... I can't imagine living life without God and all everything I've ever done. I've, I've been helping people remember that this is going to be really much harder. If you, if you don't have through yoga, through my music, through everything. And so now the stakes are higher for everything. Anything that was hard in the beginning or, or before for you is just going to, uh, it's getting so much more intense now. So, Thank you for sharing that because it's really, really important. We've it's it, we've got to see that see this from a soul perspective and from and, and also, I heard you say this in Maine on the thirteenth when you shared in Maine. Um, this is not about Republican or Democrat. This is not about different religions. This is about good versus evil. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Absolutely, that's it. So I know people who are Jewish, Muslim. Christian, Baha'i, you name it, 
we all know this is good versus evil. Yeah, it really is. And and we don't you just shared recently an obituary and this man has passed away early 50s. He believed that it was from the shot. His experience was that he was hospitalized from the time that he got the shot until death. And he begged his loved ones to put in his obituary the description of his experience because all of the doctors and nurses that cared for him diminished that it could have been from the shot. It wouldn't have made the paper. And so he asked that it be in his obituary. Why would something like that happen? And you can also really look him up. You know, I would encourage people to just look the guy up because there's lots of personal information in the obituary too, probably on purpose so people could go find out if he really, you know, if it really happened. Because the doubt that people uh, shed on on this stuff is just so out of proportion. And, and it supports the hypnosis. Well, the mainstream media exist to support the hypnosis. So we've heard of television programming. Also break down television, tell lie vision. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so that's, that's how it is. And there are many, many people, and you and I are not one of them, where you walk into their house and the tell lie vision is blaring all the waking hours. And they have it on programming. Yeah. And that's going in because what you take in with your five senses, with your eyes, with your hearing, um, with all of it, becomes part of you. So each of us, it's a free will universe, free will planet. So you have control over what you watch, what you put into your body. And so you need to get right with that sooner rather than later. (laughs) Yep. That is the truth. Yeah. Let's wrap it up on that note. I just, I wanted it to be quick. Everybody. I asked, uh, Dr. Chris, if she could just hop on a quick phone call and nail it right from the start, which she's gifted about and, and does every single time. And so I think that's it, right? It's just, we're, it's go time, people. It's go time. Listen, have faith. You will be protected as long as you understand that you have access to God and the heavenly angels and your, your guides and all of the things that are of heaven. But if you don't believe it and you allow uh, the devil, we'll call it, to come on in, remember, remember, the devil has no power whatsoever unless you invite him or her in. And uh, Napoleon Hill wrote an amazing book Mm. called Outwitting the Devil. What's the devil's biggest trick? It's convincing you that he doesn't exist. Yep. And that's what the liberal mindset is. Oh, no, 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 no. There's, There's no such... It's all relative. There is no evil. It's just relative. And then the devil's over there in the corner laughing. <laughs> yep. yep. I, I love this book. I have it right next to me and I just open to a random page and the first line is the sort of prayer against which I am helpless is the prayer of definiteness of purpose. And that's the voice 
that Napoleon Hill attributed to the devil. He did a Q&A with the devil in this book. It's just fascinating. I encourage everyone to read it. Prayer of definiteness of purpose is the sort of prayer against which the devil is helpless. So pray, people, pray. I'm so glad you mentioned that book, Napoleon Hill Outwitting the Devil. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. You're the best. You're, a nation, you're an international treasure, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. I find you <laughs> <laughs> amazing, and I'm Thank so you. grateful for you. Thank you so much. Hopefully, we helped a few people. I hope so. I believe All we right. did. Okay. Sending a lot of love. Thank you. Till next time. We are home when we're together. I am home when I'm with you. That's a feeling that you just can't fake when you know the truth. Day and night. Yeah.